Uh, so we're standing in an alleyway in the Alberta Arts District. It's just a big jungle back here. This is like my favorite spot. You know, when I go for a walk around the neighborhood, I'm looking at plants all the time. I'm looking at trees, I'm looking at ornamentals, and I'm thinking, what use does this plant have? How can I look at the world as if I'm a hunter-gatherer in a jungle and pretend this is the jungle? How would I survive off of them? Okay, yeah, so my name is Becky Lerner and I teach and write about urban foraging. Urban foraging is eating and making medicine with and smoking all of the wild plants that grow in the city. Maybe I shouldn't say all. Most. A lot. Many. How's that? Okay. <laughs> Weeds are abundant in any city. Uh, the best places to find weeds would be like alleyways, sidewalk strips, public parks, and especially your neighbor's yards. Those are really good spots. Nobody has ever, ever asked me not to forage. No one has ever, ever stopped me and said, please don't. Um, I have gotten, what are you doing? But if I explain what I'm doing, usually people are really excited about it and they're just, they're psyched that they have free food on their property they didn't know about, or free medicine, and they want to learn more. I think I grew up assuming that if you wanted to eat some kind of food, you had to farm it, or other people have to grow it for you. But when you see that nature actually grows food and grows medicine and puts them in really convenient places for you, you start to have this um, real sense of gratitude toward nature and actually a sense of kinship toward the plants and toward other wild animals. You feel like you actually fit in and like these are your peers. So I don't look at the plants as objects, even though I'm talking about their uses. I sort of see them as presents and like friends. Like I see them as creatures, they're, they're alive. You know, I didn't put them there. So what we're standing here looking at is uh, a patch of wild amaranth on 31st and Alberta Street around the corner from a bakery next to a sidewalk. This is a green that you could eat. These little seeds are ready and they're popping out. And they're really tiny, tiny seeds, tiny grains, but they're really full of protein. I've read they have 15% protein in them. Okay. Yeah, this is burdock. So this is the one that you would take the leaves and you could use it for a headache. You could also dig up the root, which would be like probably several feet deep. And um, this would be a good detoxifying tincture an herb if you wanted. You could eat it too. The this is yarrow. So this is a really awesome plant that I'm gonna pick and dry. This is good for making a tea with when you get colds. It's also a wound dressing. This is yellow dock. So it is an edible and it's also a detoxifying root and it sends up a seed stalk. The seeds are really, really high in iron. So we're looking at what's called a sea buckthorn. It's an ornamental tree somebody planted on outside their house, right? And the berries taste amazing. They're chewy, they're juicy, and they taste like, kind of like sweet tarts, like soft, juicy sweet tarts. So here's a bunch of blackberries. I picked some of these and made mead with them. You can try, there might be some good ones left. That one looks good, yeah. Mmm, actually that's amazing. Foraging is also great for the person with not a lot of time or the person who's more inclined to be lazy or as I call it, efficient, because you don't need to do anything but harvest. Nature's doing all of that work for you. All you have to do is show up. That's it. That's the great part about it. 
I don't tell where my spots are. Okay. Uh, my friends don't tell where their spots are. There's, there's so little wild space in the city that you really can't. Because if I told two people where I get my stinging nettles, they're gone. You know, and of course, the idea is you should be harvesting uh, sustainably to the point where you're not clearing anything all the way out. I'm kind of averse to cultivation in a weird way. Like, to me, I, I know gardeners love nature and I know they love touching the earth and I respect that, but I kind of want to stay away from that because I like having this relationship with nature where nature, you know, where plants themselves are deciding where they want to grow and I'm working with them there. I think that this sort of thing might lead to some really cool inventions and some really cool initiatives. I love the idea of creating foraging preserves. Like, how cool would it be to have, like, let's say, um, a few vacant lots in each neighborhood that were just totally public and totally wild and they're for everyone? I don't know really why this is this has become my passion and, and what I do for a living. It sometimes it really confuses me. I'm just like, really? Because I didn't see it coming, you know? It's really special to be doing this in Portland, actually, because hunting and gathering is Portland's heritage. Our history here is that we've had indigenous people living as hunter-gatherers for 10,000 years straight. They knew about farming, other people were doing it, and they decided that's not how they wanted to live. And they were able to support themselves as hunter-gatherers here. And they had a really sophisticated society. It's not at all about being primitive. It's just about relating to nature in a different way. So when you're gathering or foraging through Portland, what you're doing is, is something that's very much part of Portland's history and part of what Portland is. And it's something that makes Portland special too. Portland prides itself on being the most environmentally conscious and most sustainable city in the country. So I think this is one of the most environmentally conscious things anyone could do. I think there's a tendency to think that the wilderness has to be a place that people aren't. We look at places where people aren't, and they seem more pristine, they seem wilder. But every place on Earth is part of Earth and is part of nature and is wilderness when you look at it in, in a particular light.